welcome to Single and Loving It. My name is Grace Hufton, and this podcast is for all the single ladies out there, just to be a blessing and encouragement to you as you live your life for God and fulfill His purpose for your life. And you can do that while being single. To start off, for those of you who may not know me, uh, again, my name is Grace Hufton. I am currently 29 years old, and yes, I am single. (laughs) That's why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, I am the Worship and Arts Director at World Harvest Church in Roswell, Georgia. I love my job. It is a great church. Um, A little biased, though. My parents are the senior pastors, and they started this church when I was just two years old. So I grew up in the house of God. I got saved when I was three, and by the grace of God, I've never strayed away. Thank you, Jesus. And I live with my sister, Tessa. She's an incredible sister. She is the children's director at World Harvest Church as well. And we have a brother. His name is Chris Hufton, Pastor Chris. He is the youth pastor at World Harvest Church as well. And that's the whole, the whole family is working there at the church together. And that's a whole nother story. We all came to the church at different times and different ways. None of us really planned or really wanted to work at the church. Honestly, I came in kicking and screaming. That's a whole other story. But I know it was a God thing. And I know this is where God has me. And I would not change it for the world because there's no better feeling than knowing you are where God has you and you're doing what God has you to do. Anyways, that's just a little bit about me. But just so you know that this podcast is not about how to find your husband, although I do plan on bringing on some happily married women in here to help us in that aspect. But, you know, I want to give you what I have experience in. So I'm single and I just want to share with you how you can be happy and single, how you don't have to wait for your superhero, your knight in shining armor to come in and whisk you away and then all of your dreams will come true. And, you know, I I am looking forward to the day when I get married. I plan on getting married. I know I will be just because God and I talk. God has told me I'm going to get married and I'm excited for that day. I'm excited for that season. But I'm not going to sit around and be mopey and sad and, you know, not live my best life while I'm single. I'm going to take advantage of this season and I'm going to live it to the fullest. And by the grace of God, I he has helped me through a lot. I know what it's like to be single, being single myself. You can go through different things, especially loneliness. You can have, you know, have to fight emotions of self-pity. It's like you, when you go onto social media, you see, you know, all of your friends and family members who are getting engaged or are in a relationship, they're getting married, they're having babies, and they look so happy. And of course, you you have to realize they're only showing the happy smiles in any family, in any relationship. Everyone has issues that they work through. But I also, I, I do believe that marriage is God's idea. And it's a good idea because God put it together. God designed it. And I'm excited to be married one day. But again, This podcast is just to encourage you and to give you a direction on how you can live joy-filled. You can live happy. You can live fulfilled every single day of your life, even while being single. And what I've heard, you know, all throughout my life, I've been listening to happy married people because I've been blessed to be surrounded by them. Thank you, Lord. But they, many people have said that happy single people make happy married people. So if you're out there and you're single and you are, say you're sad, say you're depressed, say you're lonely, I just want to tell you right now that God has joy for you. God has a purpose and plan for your life even while you are single. 
we're going to get into my, my first topic today is what is your relationship status? And I'm pretty sure you can read between the lines and see where I'm going with this. Um, but for right now, here on earth, we are single. If your relationship status is single, can we just kind of relate with each other right now? How many of you out there, you're single and everyone around you wants to match you with someone else, whether it's their friend or someone that they've heard of. And for me, many since I am a, a PK, I'm a pastor's kid, you know, I'm the worship and arts director, you know, a lot of people see my face, they know me. And I have a lot of, I'm blessed with a lot of great friends. I'm blessed with the wonderful family at my church, World Harvest Church. It's a great family. And some things that you might hear while you're single, things you might hear is, oh, you're still single? Especially those maybe people you haven't seen in a while. Or you'll get questions like, are you seeing anyone yet? You know, you can always try online dating. You know, and I know they mean well. I know their heart is in the right place. I know they want the best for me. I know they want me to be happy. And I'm sure many of you have heard that before. People are trying to force you into relationships. They're trying to force you to single mixers, which are so awkward and just, ugh, just terrible. And, but if you're not careful, I know for me, I don't know about you all out there, for me, sometimes when I would get questions like that or I would, you know, kind of be pushed into, you know, trying to like a guy, it's like, I can't be forced to like someone. It's like, you know, I'm like give him a chance. Like, I'll give him, then I'll give him a chance. I'm just like, no, why, why am I, do I, like, is it supposed to be this hard? Like, do I have to force myself to like somebody? I don't know. But then I would start feeling down and start feeling, you know, like I'm missing something. And I would start questioning my life and start asking myself these kinds of questions. Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why am I still single? Am I doing something wrong? Should I be doing something else? And, you know, I'll start just second guessing myself and start feeling bad for myself and started feeling guilty. Like, wow, Grace, like way to go. You're 29. You're still single. You must have screwed up somewhere. And like, you know, and really it's all just, it could be the devil. You know, the devil will definitely throw negative things at you, definitely throw thoughts at you, but sometimes it's just your own emotions. And if we can be honest, hopefully we're all single ladies out there. It can just be your hormones and you just, you need to learn to take control of your emotions. Your emotions do not run you. What runs you is your spirit. And you need to feed your spirit with the word of God. And we're going to get into that in some other podcasts. But right now, the one thing I want to establish is the main relationship that you are in that you need to focus on. Even after you get married, this is the relationship that has to be priority number one. And if it's not priority number one right now, it's definitely not going to be priority number one when you're married. And of course, you know, let's just say it, it's your relationship with Jesus. It's your relationship with God. I hope from now on, when you hear what's your relationship status, I want you to think I'm in a relationship with God. I am in the best relationship of my life and it's an eternal relationship and it started when you got saved and it's never going to end. Because here's the thing, when the person that you get married to, when you go to heaven, you're not going to be married to them anymore. That, that relationship ends. It is only an earthly relationship. So the one relationship you need to put as a priority is your relationship with God, 100%. And you got to get it down now before you get married and start having kids. Because when you get married and start having kids, they take a huge chunk of your time and priority and of your life. And it's going to be great. But if it crowds out your relationship with God, that's, that's not a good thing. So you have to establish now, now while you're single, now when you have more time than in the future, develop that relationship even more than what it is now. You might say, 
you know, I'm in a relationship with God. I, I'm happy. I read my Bible. I pray. It's great. I would say that's awesome. See how you can take it to the next level. So really, I'm just here to remind you that you are in a relationship and it's the most important relationship of your life. And I just want you to take a moment and I want you to just analyze your relationship with God in this time in your life. And I'd like it just to, because of a silly comparison, but very real, of how much time you would spend if you were dating someone, if you had a boyfriend. How much time would you go on dates with this person? How much time would you spend on the phone with this person? How much time would you spend texting them throughout the day? You know, in reality, it's a lot of time being in a relationship. And I'll just say for myself, get this out of the way, I've only been in a relationship with two guys. I've been on dates with other guys here and there that didn't really go anywhere. But I know how much time it takes to have a relationship with, with, the, with the guy. And of course, when you're in the relationship, you want to spend time with that person. It just, you know, they, they take up your time, but it's like you want them to take up your time because you don't want to spend that time with anyone else when you're in that relationship. So you have to put that same amount of time, energy, and devotion to your relationship with God. Sincerely and truly, if you think about it, if you look at God and be like, you know what, Lord, I'm in this relationship with you. And I want to get to know you more. And I want to develop that tight-knit, intimate relationship with you. And it, it takes time. It takes intentionality. It takes a decision. I'm going to get to know you. Because there are times where you don't have the emotions to get to know him. that Where you don't have the feelings of, oh, I want to spend time with God. And I've heard that said to, you know, about marriage. Of course, I don't speak from experience, but just from what I've heard that you don't always feel like it. You don't always feel like showing love, but I can relate with my relationship with God. There are many times where I'm being fleshly or I'm being selfish and I don't want to pray. You know, I don't have this great desire to pray. It it happens. It it happens more frequently than when I was younger where I I just got to get away and I got to go spend more time with God. And I have my daily relationship with him where I'm reading the word of God. I'm praying. I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm worshiping him. I'm developing that, that constant communication with him throughout the day. And I love it. And I know that I've, I feel like I'm just barely scratching the surface. And I, I want to go to a deeper, more intimate level with him because he's my all in all. He's my everything. And I never want him to be second in my life ever. Even when I get married, I want God. I want him to be number one. And that's got to be all of our our heart's desires. We have to put God as a priority forever and always. So it's now. Now is the time to develop that relationship. And I know there are many different people listening to this podcast. I know that we're all on different spectrums in our relationship with God. So I just want to break it down just very simply. Let's say those of you who, you know, you don't really have a daily time with him yet. I would say start there in this developing your relationship with God with your, for lack of a better term, you're, you're dating God. If you don't know him well yet, and I know that's not biblically sound, but I'm just saying as a reference point, getting to know God, you have to read the word because that's who he is. It's like reading his, you know, social media bio, (laughs) reading his profile, getting to know him, you're stalking his pictures and all of his history and all that stuff. And just get to know him, get to know his character by reading his word. So that's number one, reading the word of God and whatever spectrum that you're on, if you haven't 
begun reading the Word of God, you have to start. If you need to get a Bible reading plan to help you, please do that. If you're more one for like, okay, I just want to read a chapter a day, I would just start reading it every single day. If you're at the bare minimum, read a scripture and just make sure it's every single day though. Because the, the point is to develop that, the habit, the routine, so that it, it becomes a foundation for your life and not just whenever you need help, you read the word. No, it's got to be something that you're continually feeding on, continually putting into your spirit. You need the word of God in you. And that's the only way where you can truly get to know God's character. Because here's the thing. As this world gets darker and darker, people have their own interpretations of who God is. Like, oh, God, God is love and love is love and love is for all. And they'll, they'll make up stuff just to fit their own agenda, to fit their own lifestyle. But you have to get to know God for yourself. And thank you, Lord. He has the word of God for us where every one of us can get to know who God is. That it's not just for the pastors. It's not just for the ministers. It's for every single person who has a desire to get to know him, you have the word of God in front of you that you can get to know him in that way. Number two is your prayer life. And there are many forms of prayer and I I can't really get into that right now. That's a whole other like Bible course. And I would just encourage you just to study prayer. I know Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. He has Miracle Word University. He's got a whole course on on prayer. I, I took it. It's really good. I would encourage you to do that. Also, at World Harvest Church, we have the World Harvest Bible Institute. You can take classes there. I just want to challenge you. Like, get the word in you and and increase your your prayer life. So for prayer, there. I'll just start with this. Conversation. You know, talk to God. I know so many times, like especially us girls, we've got a lot of emotions. We've got a lot of stuff we need to process. Some people are outward processors. Some people are inward processors. I'm a little bit of both where you, I just like to sit and think and process some things. Other times you've got to talk to someone about it. You know, girls, if you're out there just venting to everyone who will listen to you, that's not a good habit. You know, if you have one other person, two other people who can help you through some things and give you some spiritual, you know, advice, give you the scripture, give you the word, pray for you, not just, you know, listen to you vent and gossip about other people. No. If you need to vent, I would say vent to God. Pour out your heart to him. If you read the Psalms with David, he just pours out his heart to God. The the good, the bad, and the ugly. But the one thing I love about David, even when he just pours out his heart, if he's going through something terrible, he would always end it with praises unto God and would boast about the Lord and thank the Lord for his life. So converse with him. Talk with him throughout your day. When the moment you wake up, say, good morning, Lord. Throughout your day, talk to him. When you go to sleep, say good night, Lord, and and pray to him. But that's just the bare minimum. You need to take a step up from that. If all you got is bedtime prayers, it's time to take it up a notch. Time to take that relationship to a whole nother level. Just like you would if you're dating with a guy. Like you, You have to get to know them at a deeper way, a deeper level. And so after you read your word, after you pray, I would encourage you to pray in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that when you... Pray in the Holy Ghost that you're edifying your spirit. What does that mean? You're building up your spirit. Let me tell you, God is a spirit and you are a spirit. If all you're feeding is your body and your soul, and the soul you feed your soul with, you know, music, TV, you know, education, going to school, you know, keep going to school, that's great. But if all you're feeding is your body and your soul and your spirit is not being fed at all, then 
you're not going to be able to have a relationship with God. You're just going to stay a spiritual baby and all you're going to do is just get the milk that you need to keep on living, but there's going to be no deeper level than that. You have to grow up in order to have a meaningful, deep relationship with the Lord. He has to be more to you than just your savior and you're going to heaven because that's what he is. He is more than that. You know, if you get into the scripture, he is your healer. He is your provider. He is your father. He is your protector and he is your husband. The Bible says that we are the bride of Christ. And I love thinking how, you know, since Jesus fulfills that role for me, I am fulfilled with Jesus. I am fulfilled. I am whole. I am one person. I'm not half a person waiting to be fulfilled by another half a person. No, that's not how it is. I am a whole person fulfilled by God himself. The Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of me and I am fulfilled by him. So let me get back. So we're talking about (laughs) building up your relationship with God. Number one, reading your word. You got to do it daily. Number two, prayer. And whatever level that you're at, you can always go deeper. So for me, I, every single morning I wake up, I make my coffee and I read my word and then I pray in the Holy Ghost and I pray and I I give thanks to God and I praise him and I worship him and I'm so thankful for him. That's a great way to start your relationship is being thankful. I mean, what relationship would you want to be in when the guy comes to you and he's first thing he ever does is just complain about his day and just whines to you. That would just be annoying for God. He doesn't appreciate always just being complained to. And in fact, God hates complaining. God hates murmuring. Another challenge just for your prayer time. For those of you, let's say you are, you're on it. You, you have your prayer time. You have a great relationship with God. Here's a challenge for you and a challenge for me as well is going, (laughs) what I used to call it was I'm, I'm going on a date with Jesus. You know, people might make fun of me for that. Like, oh, you're such a Christian girl. It's like, well, yes, I am a Christian and I'm a girl. So yeah, I would go on dates with Jesus. I would go out to a park or something. I would go alone. I would get, I don't know, bring my guitar. I'd bring my journal. I'd bring my headphones with my, my worship music. And I would just go spend hours with the Lord and just love on him and talk to him. And he would talk to me because God talks back. If you listen, you got to develop your spirit to the point where you can hear his voice for yourself, because what's a relationship where you can't hear what he's saying? That's not really a relationship. So let, let me tell you, if you can't hear the voice of God for yourself, you need to develop that. So I just want to encourage you, you need to get time away, like time where you can get away and spend hours with him. Spend hours with him. You know, even if that sounds scary to you, like, you know, don't get intimidated by that. If that sounds like, you know, I would get what, what I do for a couple hours and you know, just start with where you're at. But I would say if you are out there and you have a, a firm relationship with God and you need to take it to the next level, just like couples go on vacations together and anniversary trips, you need to go on a trip with, with Jesus. You need to go rekindle that fire, rekindle that flame. If you feel like it's not as hot as it was before, it's on you to stir up that fire within you. It's on you. Because you know what? God is perfect. He never makes any mistakes. So if I always tell the Lord, if I ever feel distance between me and him, I know I'm the one who moved because God would never draw away from me. The Bible says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He will draw near to you. But the first step of that scripture is you need to draw near to God and then he'll draw near to you. That's really, um, I'm going to just end it right there. Those are the basic steps on how to develop your relationship with God. And 
for lack of a better term, take him with you everywhere that you go every single day. He lives on the inside of you. Make yourself aware of his presence in your life and talk to him. <laughs> when, actually, when I was in college, I went to Georgia State and I had to commute um, downtown every day. So I'm in the car, like, you know, average three hours every single day because of traffic and whatnot. But I would pretend that, not pretend, but I would just picture in my head that Jesus was sitting in the seat next to me just to kind of make myself talk with him in my car ride. I actually did it one time where I I buckled the seatbelt in the passenger seat. <laughs> just, you know, I know I'm dorky, I'm cheesy, but I, I buckled the seatbelt in the passenger seat pretending that you know, Jesus is in the seat next to me. But let me tell you, I had the most powerful, anointed times with God in those car rides because I was intentional in my spending time with him in those moments where I turned off the secular music and I put on worship music or I would listen to nothing at all and just talk to him and listen to him. And I really developed my relationship with him in that way. That's really all I'm going to share today. I'm going to talk more just about how to live your life to the fullest, where you can be happy, you can be joy-filled every single day while being single. I love all of you beautiful single ladies out there. If you have any questions or comments or any topics you'd love for us to talk about, please message me. I would love to hear from you. Share this with any, any other single lady that you know of that needs some encouragement. It would be a blessing to them. I would really appreciate it. Thank you all out there. I love you so much. Hope you all have an awesome week and I'll talk to you soon.